welcome to the Marisep program where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. Coming to you live from Facebook, weekdays at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. For more marriage resources, be sure to go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. The first marriage fact of the night. Be sure to give your best to one another, not your leftovers. How much do you give your best to your partner? Or how much do they get your leftovers? If we're not careful, all of us give our partner our leftovers. We work hard throughout the day, we're exhausted. By the time we connect at night, if at all, we're, we're not worth anything because we're so wiped out from the day. What could you do to curb that? To make sure that you're fostering some time, some quality time with your partner and that you have the best to give them so that you're not exhausted when you have that time together, but you have resources and energy and attention to give your partner every day. So don't give your partners the leftovers. Give them the first fruits. Second marriage fact to consider, one in three American marriages is either low sex or no sex. And that's a sad statistic, one in three. And I would agree with that in my practice, when I work with couples, a lot of couples have problems in the sexual arena for a variety of factors, whether it's previous sexual trauma, differences in libidos, the list goes on and on. So that's a common area, and normally what happens is when sex falls apart, the relationship falls apart. You know, sex is normally one of the first things that enters a relationship when a couple is getting together, and one of the first thing that, things that leaves a relationship when a couple's not doing very well. And when sex gets off the table and that's not, no longer part of the relationship, it quickly feels like roommates. So the average for healthy couples is anywhere from one to three times a week of sexual intimacy. So where do you fall in that average? Okay, first marriage joke of the night. A scientific study discovered that women with extra weight usually live longer than men who point it out. Okay, the second... One, my wife whispered in my ear, today she's not wearing any underwear. Great, I thought. She's already growing forgetful. Okay, so the marriage message of the night is on five step to routines during the coronavirus. How are you doing in the coronavirus? This is a very unsettling time. People don't have a sense of control. They don't have a sense of normalcy. They're with their family 24 seven and tempers are flaring, you know, stress is flaring. So what do you do during this time? One thing that you should do, if you haven't already, is create new routines. So I'm gonna go through five steps to creating and developing routines during the coronavirus. The first one to consider is what pain points do you have without them? That's one way to think about what routines you need, is where do you have some pain because you don't have a routine? Maybe it's a pain point that you feel pretty yucky because you're not exercising. So that may be a routine you need. Maybe it's a pain point that your laundry is all over the house because you have no routine to do laundry. Maybe it's a pain point that you feel really detached from your kids because you have no routine to spend quality time with your kids. Maybe you're feeling detached with your partner because you have no routine to stay connected. Maybe you feel really out of control with your finances not only because of the coronavirus, but because you have no routine to do your budget. So that's one way to consider what routines you need is by thinking about where do I have pain points in my life? 
and what kind of rhythm or routine can I develop to address that pain point? The second thing to consider when you're developing a new routine, you can do it two different ways. The one way is you peg it to a certain time, such as every day at three, I'm gonna exercise. Or you can peg it to a certain activity, such as every day after I eat lunch, I'm gonna exercise, no matter when I eat lunch, because that may vary. Some people like to peg their routines to specific times. Other people like to peg their routines to specific activities, such as eating lunch, or eating dinner, or first thing that I do in the morning is, or last thing I do before bed is. The nice thing if you peg it to an activity is it allows some flexibility for when you do the routine, but it still keeps it consistent because you do it on a regular basis after that activity. So that's something to consider. Should your routines be based on a specific time or a specific activity? Third thing to consider, if you're developing a new routine, it's gonna take a while for it to stick. It takes several weeks for a new routine to really stick where you don't have to think about it or intentionally work on it. So you have to set reminders. So let's say, for example, you're trying to set a new routine for family time every night from six to eight o'clock. You're probably gonna have to set some reminders. Write it on a whiteboard in the on the fridge, maybe put a timer on your phone that goes off, a reminder every day. You need reminders to help this establish and develop new routines. So what kind of reminders would you need? When you're developing these routines also, you don't wanna go too far where everything becomes a routine because then it can feel too rigid and too restrictive and you probably won't maintain it. At the same time, you don't wanna go all the way on the other end of the continuum where you have no routines and life is chaotic and there's no predictability. So you wanna find that happy balance for you between too little routines and too many. A fourth thing to consider is that routines create normalcy. Don't you need some normalcy right now? We all need normalcy. And when we had our work routine and our schedules where we leave our house every day, that creates normalcy. And normalcy creates a sense of control and a sense of predictability. And now we don't have that. So because we are quarantined, we need new routines more than ever. So to think about how it could benefit you, if you start developing routines for your days right now, that's a way to help bring back some control to your life and a sense of normalcy. A fifth thing to consider, since this is a marriage program, is consider the three top routines for your marriage. The first routine I would recommend is have at least 30 to 60 minutes a day for talk time. That's routine number one. That's a daily routine. Ideally, that's somewhere probably towards the end of the day, your kids are in bed, tech is powered off, and that's where you do your head heart check, which I've talked about elsewhere. Your head is your agenda. Your heart is mad, sad, glad, or fear, and why. You need a daily routine to cultivate the best friendship with your partner, to develop emotional intimacy. So that should be a top daily routine for you and your partner. A second routine for your marriage is a weekly marriage huddle. So just like football, if you watch football, what do they do before every play? All the players get around and they're huddling together and they say, okay, what are we gonna do next? What's the plan? And then they go, break! and then they go back and they execute. We need the same thing with our spouse. If we're not on a regular basis having a huddle, or we're getting on the same page, we're talking through concerns that impact our marriage, our kids, our money, whatever it is, then you, you're not on the same game plan. And that feels very divisive. So to develop, to develop teamwork, you need a once a week rhythm with your partner to have a marriage huddle, 
where you can talk through all the topics pertaining to your relationship to get on the same page. The third routine I'd recommend for your marriage is a once a week date, home date right now. But you can spice it up. You can have some variety in your home dates, but you need a once a week time of extended time to give your partner the best of you, to give them your undivided attention, to have fun together. And as a reminder, the top four things to do per date is something recreational, emotional intimacy, affection, and something sexual. If you hit all four, most likely both of you will walk away saying that was a great date. If you skip out on some of those items, one of you will probably walk away saying, ah, it was okay. So to consider that, what can you do for your next home date? Recreation, because we're limited, maybe you can play ping pong in your house, or you can play darts in your house, or cards, or board games, or you can dance, put a little dance studio in your bedroom and lock the door and play some disco music, whatever you enjoy. Emotional intimacy, that's where you share your head and heart. You can be giving each other affection through you know, massaging or you know, giving each other foot rubs, whatever you prefer. And then sexual time is the wedding cake model that I talk about elsewhere, and I'll get more into that at a later episode. But you can go to my website and research the wedding cake model to sexual intimacy. But those are the four things for a date that can be really nice. So the three routines for a marriage, again, is daily talk time, once a week marriage huddle, and then a once a week home date. So those are five steps to developing routines during the coronavirus. The first one, again, is what pain points do you have where routine could benefit you? The second is do you wanna peg your routine on a specific time or have it follow a specific activity? Third is you wanna set reminders so you can get into the new routine and remember to do it. Fourth is remember that routines will help you create a sense of normalcy which brings control. And then five, remember the top three routines to develop for your marriage. Okay, so I'm gonna open it up to live Q&A now so I can respond back to you. I see a couple people watching right now. So Sophia says, yes, I'm a routine person and need it. Absolutely, we all need it. And that's a good point, Sophia, that some of us are naturally routine oriented. Some of us are not. But under these circumstances, I think everyone can benefit from some routines. Okay, any other comments or questions? I'd be happy to respond. Thank you for listening to the Marriage Steps program. If you have any more questions, you feel free to direct message, message me later or add it into the comment section. If you enjoyed the program tonight, be sure to share it with your family and friends, leave a review, and tune in tomorrow night at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. The Mayor Steps program is listener-supported, so to help keep it on the air, please consider becoming a monthly supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash marriagesteps. And remember, daily be taking steps to fill up your partner's love bucket and take steps to make sure you're not draining it. Take care.